Welcome to another episode of the Byline Breakdown, the podcast where we go behind the headlines with the reporters of the Business Journal to talk about how they come up with their stories, uh, the process that they take, and find out the stories behind the stories. I'm your host, Mike Moliterno, and today we are talking for the first time on the podcast with reporter Denise Dick who covers our education beat. So thank you for being here, Denise. Thanks for having me. You're fairly new to the Business Journal, but you are a seasoned veteran reporter and you've covered education for quite a few years. Yes, I did. I covered education for about six years at my previous uh, newspaper employer. You can say the name. The Vindicator. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The old Vindicator, the former Vindicator. So what is there to talk about regarding education going on right now? Well, what is there what, to talk I, I about? Don't know. Jeez, I <laughs> anyway, don't know. So I think there's something going on at YSU. Hmm. At least it's been keeping us quite busy. Yes, it has. Um, I check my email and almost without fail, every time I check my email, something is going on. Could you just, I guess, briefly set the scene, let us know what's going on at YSU, what is um, causing all of the, the news? Well, on November 16th, I believe it was, the um, YSU Board of Trustees called an emergency meeting. And um, it's been, you know, they've been looking for a new president for a while. Jim Tressel resigned, I believe it was in February. So shortly thereafter, they started a search. And um, they have an interim president who's been there since his resignation, Helen Lafferty. Um, And so on November 16th, they had, like I said, an emergency meeting. And they had called it in, uh, convened the meeting, went into executive session. And when they came out, they announced that Bill Johnson, they were going to begin negotiations with Bill to be for Bill Johnson to be the new president. He's, in case anybody doesn't know, he's a congressman. He's our congressman. He's our congressman, yes. For since 2010, has been representing part of the valley. Right. Now, uh, just to clarify, so emergency meeting, yes. uh, I believe Chairman Michael Peterson yesterday released a statement kind of clarifying what emergency meeting means. And uh, just for clarity's sake, I think he said that if they call a meeting with less than 48 hours notice, yes. it has to be designated. It's it's a rule Correct. that has to be called an emergency meeting. Correct. And that is what I he's think they, contending. And he said that the part of the reason they did that was because um, one of the one of the finalists' identities had been got, had gotten out. I, yes, so yes. they wanted to conduct the the meeting to kind of get ahead of right. uh, whatever right. was going to come out. That's what the statement said. Correct. So they had that meeting, on the, and they it was an eight to one vote. Uh, Molly Seals, she's a retired hospital administrator. She was the only one who voted no, and she's not wanted to discuss her reasoning. Other than she said she, she didn't think he was the right person for the position. Then, uh, because they had to negotiate with, with Congressman Johnson, on November 21st, they had a special meeting, and on uh, by the same vote, with the same person voting no, Molly Seals, they um, approved a contract for uh, Congressman Johnson. He will, would start mid-March, and he'd be the 10th YSU president. Now, at, at this time, he hasn't officially resigned from Congress. Correct. He said he would do that within the first quarter of next year, 24, yeah. 2024. There have been no indications that this is not going to happen. Correct. Um, so it... You know, as as of now, it looks like he is going to be the 10th president yes. of YSU. Right. We're going to talk about some of the latest developments regarding um, business people possibly pulling support from the university as a result of the presidential selection process after this quick break. Attention all business enthusiasts in Northeast Ohio and Western Pennsylvania. The Business Journal has been your trusted partner since 1984 giving insights, updates, and fostering growth in your region. From Mahoning to Mercer, from Columbiana to Lawrence, we've got you covered. For just $10 a month or $99 a year, unlock our digital troves, or get both print and digital for only $99 a year. Make the smart business choice. Subscribe now. 
could you talk about just what um, what we just learned prior to sitting down here? Well, Bruce Olden, he is um, has donated $5 million for a Zolden Family Center at YSU. That was done in January. And he also, in 2020, donated a million dollars for sco- student scholarships and um, uh, a mentorship program. So fair to say a major donor. And he told us yesterday that he is considering he doesn't want to, he's not going to take back the money, right. but he's considering not having his family name on the um, center because he doesn't like the way this was done. Mm-hmm. And he says that it should have been more public, like it had been done in previous searches. So, and then we also have learned that um, Ed Moransky, who's also given money to the university, is the chairman of the YSU Foundation, which is the fundraising arm. It's an independent organization, but it's kind of the fundraising arm for the university. And he's stepped down from that um, organization. As a direct, as a result of this search? Well, that's not been said directly. I know you directly. have to dig into that. Right. Yeah. I, I've not spoken to him. Right. But that, um, and I've heard conflicting things about w- what is being said about why, but it happened at a meeting where they met to discuss and come up with a statement that they issued yesterday about them not being happy with the way the search was done. They wanted it to be more in- inclusive and that they were getting calls from um, alumni and donors uh, questioning whether they were continued to donate moving forward. And and that was kind of unexpected. The, also, which, that the YSU Foundation would come out with a statement. Yes. And um, I guess when, when this whole thing happened, there was all this talk of, of uh, people saying, you know, don't donate to the right. university. I kind of was unsure if that was actually going to have any teeth. Yeah, and right. it appears at least... The YSU Foundation is saying that that is actually occurring. Right. Right after um, the vote on the 21st, the uh, five alumni who had, who um, had recent alumni, who had um, organized a petition in, in opposition to the way it was done and, and also some concerns about Mr. Johnson's political views, some of his political statements, they urged people to um, withhold financial support and any other material support for YSU while this is because of because of the way that, that that all happened, and those alumni include the only Rhodes Scholar from YSU, mm-hmm. and um, I think there are there are five of them all together. So, and that group is still um, planning to attend the meeting, the regular meeting on the on the seventh, uh, and um, continue to voice opposition. And do you know anything about what's going to occur at the meeting on the seventh? Well, that's their regular meeting. Right. It's not specific to. Um, the, the Johnson thing is the vote is done. I right. mean, unless they would do something else, and I don't know what that would be, but it's just their regular. They have their full day of committee meetings on the, the day before, and then on the 7th is the regular meeting where they approve what was approved by the committees on the previous day. Yeah. So that's a quarter. They have a meetings quarterly. There have been some people who have brought up concerns about Johnson's political beliefs. Right. But I think a lot of these substantial developments – um, the people who have been withdrawing support or, or resigning or whatever, those people have gone out of their way to say this has nothing to do with Bill Johnson as a person or as a politician at all, that it's purely about the process. And I think um, even A.J. Summel, who I think represents the faculty he's union. A faculty, he's a chief negotiator. Yeah. Um, it went out of his way to also say that it's not about Johnson or his political beliefs. It's about the process. Could you talk a little bit about how this process was different, what's different about it, and I guess what the what the trustees um, 
explanation for the the change in the process was? Right. So in previous searches, at least the last couple, they've had, um, it's been more open. Mm -hmm. They've released the names of people. I mean, when I would make a request for them, I would get the names of all applicants if I wanted it in my previous um, position. And um, this time that didn't happen. And also when in the previous searches, the, the finalists came to campus openly. I mean, everyone knew they were coming right. and there were um, like forums. So people, they could give- I covered several of them. So yeah. they could give their spiel about what they, you know, their background, what they want to do for the university, their vision, and people could ask questions. Well, that didn't happen this time. Mm -hmm. um, we They found out, I mean, there was an um, announcement of a meeting, um, actually three meetings, on um, I forget in October that were going to be off campus, and it said that they were it was going to be the standard thing that they use for for personnel when they're hiring or whatever. But it didn't specifically say for president. It said future state of YSU or something. Because when you have a special meeting, which technically those were because they weren't they're not regular, you have to say the purpose of the meeting. So it said. Uh, future state of YSU, and then it listed the thing that, that they vote on, the motion that they vote on whenever they're doing anything pertaining to, to personnel, like hiring, um, discipline, demotion, promotion, uh, compensation, yada, 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 the whole spiel. So that was in there, but it did not specifically say president. Right. So when the vote happened on the 16th, people weren't expecting it. They didn't realize that, at least from what I've been, I've been told, I mean, I wasn't expecting it. Um, it was kind of a shock. It, yeah. was, it was a shock. Yeah. So that, that it was a that, surprise. Right, right. It wasn't. I mean, there had been an email the week before, I believe, saying that the search is moving forward, but it didn't go into great detail. So they were people were surprised by that, and then they didn't, and they still have not said who the other finalists are. And right. in the in the past, everybody knew who they were. And the, and the we uni submitted a public records request, yes, which was was denied. They say right. they don't have them. And you're not required to give a record if you don't have it. And it was, they used a search firm for the um, for the searches, and and in, pre, in the past they have as well. That's not new to use mm -hmm. a search firm, but um, the the not new part was they were told according to what the university has said that uh, trustees were advised by the search firm that it, the best way to get the best candidates is to have a confidential search because if it's open, it deters the best candidates from applying because if they don't get it, they've got to go back to their jobs, and there's that awkwardness. So that's where that is. So the search landed on Bill Johnson. Correct. I think one of the, what I've heard, um, one of the sticking points or one of the um, gripes, I guess, <laughs> that people have with the selection is that Bill Johnson has no experience in education. Correct. Um, he has a lot of professional business experience. Right. Obviously, he's a congressman, been a congressman for 12 years, mm -hmm. 12 plus years, but no experience in education. Right. Um, we're told that the two other finalists have experience in education, but again, right. we can't confirm that right. because we Correct. don't know who they, they are. are. Yeah. So I guess, what is the main issue that you're hearing that people have with the selection of Congressman Johnson? Well, it, it varies depending on who you talk to. First mm -hmm. the, the, is the, the process, as was already discussed. Some people don't like his politics. He's been, has some views that are could be considered divisive. And there have been international students on campus who have issue with some of the things he said about immigrants. Mm -hmm. um, and then their LBGTQ community has some issues about things he said about gay marriage, but also, and then of course the, the people. He's, he's one of the people who um, denied the results of the 2020 Correct. election also. Correct. Correct. He's been a proponent. He's been a backer of President Trump, former President Trump. That's right. He's even endorsed mean, him for 2024. Yes. In saying that um, Joe Biden 
stole the, the election. Or or he, yes. I don't know if he's used those words specifically, but yeah, that's been the gist, yes. I just mean he's not just, he's not a, election he, he is a denier. Trump supporter, yes, but he is an election denier. I was trying Correct. to be a little more specific. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay. He has he has denied the results of the 2020 election. At that time, I don't know if he's held to that since. I don't know if he's mm-hmm. spoken to it specifically. Um, but yes, that's been part of it. And and also, uh, faculty have mentioned his lack of higher education experience. They would like somebody who, I mean, prior to Jim Tressel, who wasn't a, didn't have a doctorate and who did had worked in higher ed. I mean, he had worked in education. He, he had, yeah, he'd been not just a football coach, but he worked at uh, the University of Akron for a couple of years. And I think he was a vice president of I don't remember his title specifically, but he was a vice president there. But um, Bill Johnson has never worked at a university campus before, and so there's concern about that. Now the at the time, the I remember a few people raising issues yes. with Jim Tressel about that, and and also that he um, didn't have a uh, a master's degree. I think he has a master's, or, he doesn't have a doctorate, or he didn't have a doctorate. Right. Yeah, I remember right. some people raising some concerns about that. Yeah, and, and uh, Congressman Johnson also has a master's degree. But the the other side of that is they say, well, that's not really you have somebody to do that. You have a provost who handles academics, so that's not really a, a valid argument. That's what that. Wing, wing does. The president is left to do things like fundraising and, you know, getting community support and things like that. So that's the other side of that argument. <laughs> this is changing every single day. Um, and you've been well, there's very... developments every single day. I wouldn't say that it's changing. Yes, there are developments. There are new developments every single day. And you've been doing a fantastic job Thank um, you. covering it. Um, this all happened right as we were. This happened the week that we all expected no news to happen, <laughs> the week of Thanksgiving, yes. which is typically a very slow week for us. And we we're all kind of settling in to get some catch up on some stuff. And then we've been running around like crazy right, ever since. Ever since. Um, I guess, what are you hearing as far as um, from the people you're talking to? Where, where do you see this going? How I, do you see this playing out? I don't know. I don't have any reason to believe that they're going to make any changes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've not seen any, any indications to that effect. So, I mean, time will tell. Well, Denise, thank you very much for talking about this with us today. And um, please keep checking back to businessjournaldaily.com every single day because uh, we have multiple updates usually every single day regarding this story, um, multiple developments. So, And Denise is doing a great job covering it. So thank you. make sure you read all of her coverage. Thank you very much, Denise. Thank you. Thanks for having me. We'll be back next Thursday with another episode of The Byline Breakdown. I'm Mike Moliterno. You wouldn't drive a car without a map, so why navigate the business world of Northeastern Ohio and Western Pennsylvania without the Business Journal? Trusted since 1984, we're the compass pointing you to growth and prosperity. Digital, print, why not both? We've got subscription options tailored for every business-savvy individual. Light up your path to success. Subscribe to the Business Journal today.